Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Job chapter 15. Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, Does a wise man answer with empty counsel or fill himself with the hot east wind? Should he argue with useless talk or with words that serve no good purpose? But you even undermine the fear of God and hinder mediation before him. Your iniquity teaches you what to say, and you choose the language of the crafty. Your own mouth condemns you, not I. Your own lips testify against you. Were you the first human ever born, or were you brought forth before the hills? Do you listen in on the counsel of God or have a monopoly on wisdom? What do you know that we don't? What do you understand that is not clear to us? Both the gray-haired and the elderly are with us, older than your father. Are God's consolations not enough for you, even the words that deal gently with you? Why has your heart misled you, and why do your eyes flash as you turn your anger against God and allow such words to leave your mouth? What is a mere human, that he should be pure, or one born of a woman, that he should be righteous? If God puts no trust in his holy ones and the heavens are not pure in his sight, how much less one who is revolting and corrupt who drinks injustice like water? Listen to me and I will inform you. I will describe what I have seen, what the wise have declared and not concealed that came from their ancestors, to whom alone the land was given when no foreigner passed among them. A wicked person writhes in pain all his days throughout the number of years reserved for the ruthless. Dreadful sounds fill his ears when he is at peace. A robber attacks him. He doesn't believe he will return from darkness. He is destined for the sword. He wanders about for food, asking, Where is it? He knows the day of darkness is at hand. Trouble and distress terrify him, overwhelming him like a king prepared for battle. For he has stretched out his hand against God and has arrogantly opposed the Almighty. He rushes headlong at him with his thick studded shields. Though his face is covered with fat and his waistline bulges with it, he will dwell in ruined cities, in abandoned houses destined to become piles of rubble. He will no longer be rich. His wealth will not endure. His possessions will not increase in the land. He will not escape from the darkness. Flames will wither his shoots, and by the breath of God's mouth he will depart. Let him not put trust in worthless things, being led astray, for what he gets in exchange will prove worthless. It will be accomplished before his time, and his branch will not flourish. He will be like a vine that drops its unripe grapes, and like an olive tree that sheds its blossoms. For the company of the godless will have no children and fire will consume the tents of those who offer bribes. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. Their womb prepares deception. Job chapter 16. Then Job answered, I have heard many things like these. You are all miserable comforters. Is there no end to your empty words? What provokes you that you continue testifying? If you were in my place, I could also talk like you. I could string words together against you and shake my head at you. 
Instead, I would encourage you with my mouth, and the consolation from my lips would bring relief. If I speak, my suffering is not relieved. And if I hold back, does any of it leave me? Surely he has now exhausted me. You have devastated my entire family. You have shriveled me up. It has become a witness. My frailty rises against me and testifies to my face. His anger tears at me, and he harasses me. He gnashes his teeth at me. My enemy pierces me with his eyes. They open their mouths against me and strike my cheeks with contempt. They join themselves together against me. God hands me over to the unjust, and he throws me to the wicked. I was at ease, but he shattered me. He seized me by the scruff of the neck and smashed me to pieces. He set me up as his target. His archers surround me. He pierces my kidneys without mercy and pours my bile on the ground. He breaks through my defenses again and again. He charges at me like a warrior. I have sewn sackcloth over my skin. I have buried my strength in the dust. My face has grown red with weeping and darkness covers my eyes, although my hands are free from violence and my prayer is pure. Earth, do not cover my blood. May my cry for help find no resting place. Even now my witness is in heaven and my advocate is in the heights. My friends scoff at me as I weep before God. I wish that someone might argue for a man with God just as anyone would for a friend. For only a few years will pass before I go the way of no return. Luke chapter 23, verses 1 through 26. Then their whole assembly rose up and brought him before Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man misleading our nation, opposing payment of taxes to Caesar, and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered them, You say so. Pilate then told the chief priests and the crowds, I find no grounds for charging this man. But they kept insisting. He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all of Judea, from Galilee where he started even to hear. When Pilate heard this, he asked that the man was Galilean. Finding that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem during those days. Herod was very glad to see Jesus. For a long time he had wanted to see him, because he had heard about him and was hoping to see some miracle performed by him. So he kept asking him questions, but Jesus did not answer him. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. Then Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt, mocked him, dressed him in bright clothing, and sent him back to Pilate. That very day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Previously, they had been enemies. Pilate called together the chief priests, the leaders, and the people, and said to them, You have brought me this man as one who misleads the people. But in fact, after examining him in your presence, I have found no grounds to charge this man with the things that you accuse him of. Neither has Herod, because he has sent him back to us. Clearly, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will have him whipped and release him. Then they all cried out together, Take this man away. Release Barabbas to us. He had been thrown into prison for a rebellion that had taken place in the city and for murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate addressed them again, but they kept shouting, Crucify! Crucify him! A third time he said to them, Why? What has this man done wrong? I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore, I will have him whipped and then release him. But they kept up the pressure, demanding with loud voices that he be crucified, and their voices won out. So Pilate decided to grant their demand and release the one that they were asking for who had been thrown into prison for a rebellion and murder. But he handed Jesus over to their will.
As they led him away, they seized Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming from the country, and laid the cross on him to carry behind Jesus. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.